video podcast. <laughs> Who better? I'm your king of bad taste. <laughs> well, kiddies, with that, here's your host to put a bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 226 of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm here with my Hollywood hombre, Mr. Oh, Grizz. Yes, that was spicy. Uh, I like that. I, dude, I'm trying to keep with the movie this week. I'm just going to say it right away just to get it out there Drop so you it. don't think we're being like fucking idiots here. We're watching, 19, well, we watched 1989's Mexican demonic executioner serial killer slasher masterpiece grave robbers <laughs> um, but grids before we get into that man what's going on no pieces of metal in your eye this week right uh we're in november you're starting to hear the christmas music you're starting to Oof. see the thanksgiving shit what's up dude what have you been up to bruh so <laughs> i am in for it dude so I wake up this morning, I I do my little, you know, I go to the gym, I come home, have some coffee, I turn the news on, Buffalo is about to get smacked, my dude, with some serious snow over the next oh, few days. Oh, damn. So, damn. we have the joys. I'm going to inform the listeners of the... Uh, of the world, really, who may not be familiar with what fucking lake effect snow is. So <laughs> we have the greatest of lakes. In fact, they're called the Great Lakes right here in, uh, you know, western New York. We're by Lake Ontario and Lake Erie. And when these lakes don't cool down throughout the fall like they haven't this year, I believe the lake temperatures right now are like 54 degrees. So that's pretty fucking warm, mind you, that it's been about 30 degrees the last few days. So when you have that combination of hot-ass lake and cold weather coming through, dude, it just produces snow like you've never seen. So they're, they're predicting like 18 inches by Saturday night. So, well, the good thing is up, you don't man. have... You know, it's, well, it's, it's, well, it's well, early... Snowvember, as they say here in Buffalo. Well, the good thing is you don't have to deal with that shit anymore, right? Bro. Not your problem. <laughs> Yo, dude, seriously, that's like the one thing I said today. I was like, oh, fuck those people at my old job who have to go and shovel and stuff now. Yeah, I'm yep. so glad I don't like do that for a living anymore. That was the yep. worst part of it. I can relate to that. Last year was my first year where it didn't fucking matter if it snowed. I was like, oh sucks that it snowed let it rip but, baby uh, yeah yeah it i could tell you this people when you see everybody like oh not going into work tomorrow fucking off snow a, day snow day oh, oh, yeah. and it's like fucking two feet of snow out and all you can think about is i'm getting a phone call 5 30 in the morning that i gotta drive my ass into work hopefully not get killed on the way that's right, right? stay there for 12 hours and then go home and fucking shovel my own shit what a what Dude, a nightmare. That was, that's the worst part, right? Is like you gotta go to work to like do snow removal, but you have to do snow removal at your fucking house first just to get out of the fucking driveway. Yeah. So it's double duty, man. It's the oh, I'm so happy. So like now with my truck too, I'm like one of those like stereotypical assholes with like a giant truck and a tiny dick. So like I'll just drive over my driveway like a bunch of times, dude. I'll I'll fucking smother just that snow down. down so hard. I don't even shovel that shit anymore. That's so fucking funny. I used to do that with the blazer. I used to just fucking plow right through it and then deal with it later. But not anymore, man. That the Kia Soul ain't gonna happen. <laughs> that thing's just gonna <laughs> fucking the bog down. Go put some yeah. snow tires on her, baby. That's all you gotta do. Uh, well, I got some nice all terrains there. All right. Um, where I used to live, the where we would park. It was like a long stretch. It was the suburbs, but it was like on a corner, so you had a longer area to park, right? And we had a couple people living at the house. So, like, when it snowed, it sucked the park. Like, it, it was terrible to try to, like, fit your car in. So I would get home from work, 
And because I'm a fucking idiot, I'd be like, I'm just going to shovel this whole thing just so it's easy for to, like, just so it's easy for me to park later or whatever. I would shovel this like fucking like 40 foot stretch, like eight feet wide all the way down. I would be like, right? dude, I would come in. I would feel like I was about to have a fucking heart attack. <laughs> I'd be like, I got to sit down. You know when it's like really cold out, but you're just overheating? One of those things where you just can't like stop Yo, sweating. The worst part about snow removal is that it's fucking freezing out and you're sweating your ass off because you got 30 fucking layers on just to yep. stay warm. But then you're drenched. Oh, dude, I'm so glad I'm not Fuck fucking that. doing that this year. Fuck that. So, uh, you know what? Let, let's talk about something that's a little bit more, uh, I guess, to us warm. at least, a, l- a little warmer. <laughs> and that's this week's movie, Grave Robbers. Um, from the lineage of Cemetery of Terror, this one, I would say, is actually superior Better. to the previous. Yeah, yeah. This movie is a slasher film. It's a demonic, I'm not going to say possession, but like a demonic supernatural type deal you got moments in it that that's like nightmare and elm street type shit you have friday the 13th type shit everything that you could think of is in this goddamn movie and it is fucking awesome for real so like cemetery of terror kind of like popped my mexican horror cherry during october right like i knew it existed but i never gave it the chance and it blew my fucking mind. Like, I legitimately, I, I watched that movie twice last month. And it, it was so fucking good, man. And so I was like, oh, you know, I, I bought it and I had to buy Grave Robbers, too, because it's by the same guy. I'm thinking it's a couple years later. It has to be at least semi-decent, right? Dude, I watched this fucking movie and the entire time my jaw is, like, on the floor. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm literally sitting there, like, dumbfounded with how in love I am with every thing there is to do with this movie, dude. It is like, I, I thought Cemetery of Terror was perfect. Nah, dude, it's good. Grave Robbers is fucking perfect, bro. Yeah, and watching movies like this, it always just makes me think like, fuck, if somebody didn't upload this somewhere from like, you know, I, I don't know where, but... Like, there's no way to get subtitles half the time. Yeah. I mean, you, I guess you could rip it and then try to, like, put it through YouTube and see if, like, the automatic subs would work. But, like, it's hard getting movies from down south to, you know, in, in English subtitles. There's a lot of stuff that I feel like was just released there and, and we're shit out of luck. Yo, right? shout like out to fucking Vinegar Syndrome because the subtitles and the scan on the Blu-rays that I just picked up looked amazing. Like these, dude, the transfers are just incredible. Like you got to get your hands on these Blu-rays. Yeah, they're 4K, right? You said? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they say 4K scans on the back there. So I need to get a fucking PlayStation 5. I need to just fucking do oh. it. I, I gotta, I gotta watch my zombie in 4K. I've been fucking, oh, I've been dropping lines, bro. You gotta fucking pull I know, the trigger. I know, it's so much money, man. It's so much money. It's so much fucking money. Now or never, um, baby. Now or never. It's do, just money. Do you, do you have zombie in 4K? I don't. That is on the list oh. of one of the ones I gotta get. Yeah, because I, I want to know what that looks like. I'm it's really curious because even like the Blu-rays look really good. I can't imagine what the 4K looks like. Dude, all of the 80s stuff that I have it is that's like transferred over to 4K looks super good. So I imagine like that early stuff probably looks just as nice, man. Yeah, that's the one thing that I kind of it like makes me go, ah, fuck, is like VHS stuff, um, things that are shot on video. Like you, you really can't get past what two K scans, right? With nah, shit I mean, like that, barely, can they, yeah. Can they See, even do a two K scan, dude? Like this or is, is that the thing 16? for me though, oh. and, and like I think this is probably true for a lot of the people uh, who have maybe collected VHS or grew up with VHS that you're you're so used to watching these movies in a format and they look a certain way and everything that when we it, it's it's a totally new experience watching some of the movies i have in 4k we were like i had no idea half the shit existed just because now like it's it's just easier to read you know like the lighting is adjusted like the exposure is adjusted and stuff like that and even with those things that are like dude i got a bunch of the blu-rays from like uh 
uh, what is it? Uh, you know, Saturn's Core did a bunch of stuff like that. There's a bunch of other partner labels with Vinegar Syndrome that I got. And all of those like shot on video stuff or even like the, you know, the 16 millimeter stuff, it looks incredible. It is far superior, in my opinion, than watching the VHS copies. What's uh, what are some of your favorite 4K or or just Blu-rays that they that they did recently? Not necessarily just Vinegar Syndrome, but like in general, like where you were like, wow, this looks great. Uh, the ones that have really blew me away. I, I, I got to tell you, man. These fucking Cemetery of Terror and Grave Robbers both looked incredible. But that's true with anything that, uh, you know, Vinegar's putting out right now. Um, the Dude, like the 4K Evil Dead box set that I got. Those really just probably the best that movie has ever looked. It, it It's that paired with the TV and everything that I got, dude. It's one of those things where I'm almost uncomfortable watching it because it feels... Like I'm no longer <laughs> watching good. a movie, but like I'm in a room with fucking people. Like, you ever like maybe I'm just super baked when I'm watching it, but I'm just like, oh, man, like I feel like I could see your textures, bro. <laughs> like it's it's heavy. You know, it's funny. Like I don't get that with movies or shows. I get that when I watch hockey. In really? I yeah, can, where it's like it's almost like too good looking, where it's distracting. You know what I mean? Like where you you kind of can't focus on whatever you're watching. You're focused on like the actual quality of what you're watching. Yes. Is that is that like fucking stupid or is that? <laughs> no, because that happens to me when I'm watching a lot of like, dude, I watched the thing in 4K for the first time. And like maybe it's because I have watched that movie like a million times throughout my life. But the whole time I'm just thinking, holy fuck, dude, this just looks incredible. Like <laughs> the definition is so fine. Like how does this happen? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really funny and like i really only have experience with like the tempe video stuff that they they ended up scanning and you know skinned alive looks fucking awesome looks great dude yeah that's what i'm saying uh, even robot those, ninja like, looks great mils. really good <sighs> looks fucking awesome and um like what else have i seen that was done in 4k um I don't know. They'll come to me as as we go along this. The uh, last one I just yeah. watched was Scarface, the 4K that I got. Dude, oh, that. I just watched mm. Scarface not too long ago. Maybe like three weeks ago. Yeah, that's about what when I watched movie. mine too, baby. That's, that's it. <laughs> we channeled yeah, that on shit. the same wavelength. <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. Um, so watching Grave Robbers this week um, really makes me think that we're missing out on like a ton of these, I guess, I'm not going to say regional, but like they... They this shit didn't cross over to us. No, right? Like we didn't. Did you know anything about this at all? Like I said, I didn't even. You know, I stumbled upon Cemetery of Terror, just kind of trying to find cool Halloween horror movies for us to cover, and that led me down this rabbit hole of this dude and all the movies he's done. And I was like, oh, dude, this is this is right up our alley because I started seeing like you know stills from some of the movies. I watched some clips, and I'm like, this seems too good to be true and then we like i said we watched cemetery of terror and it was everything i hoped it would be grave robbers took it a step further yeah for sure you know let's hit the trailer we probably won't understand it unless i can find one that is somehow in english which i doubt that no <laughs> i don't know maybe for the blu-ray i don't know but uh i'll put that here and we'll get into this movie
That's right. We are going to get into grave robbers now. And dude, I gotta. I, I was looking at the IMDb, and you know how there's like tags for like movies and stuff like that that you can look at. And I was looking at some of the tags for this movie, and a lot of them made sense. You know, we got uh, Latin American slasher, perfect strangulation, torture, decapitation, rack torture, slasher, Satanism. These are all exactly. You know, I'm like, yeah, this movie has all those things. This one caught me off guard, though. And then I thought about it, and it's like, yeah, it's got that, too. And that's bare-chested male bondage. I was like, yo, that is the best tag on IMDb. Bare-chested male bondage. I'm like, this is bad taste approved. Nice. (laughs) That's so funny. So do they mean like when he's on the rack? Uh, that has to be right because he has like the fucking leather oh he, he also has like that like weird like leather suit on in the beginning with like yeah he's kind of like a actually... power metal guy and shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's very dude his uh, chest is very defined so he, he was, was that it. was that el verdugo was the, that yeah, him the, yeah i think that's the guy i think <laughs> i don't fucking i don't know i was asking grizz before we started this like hey man do you like know who's who? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm like yeah. These, that, that's the only bad thing about not about like the subtitles is that like you kind of I don't know. It's harder for me to like when it's a big cast to figure out like who everybody is. So like I know who like the main like the grave robber crew. I know who those people are. You know, like I got those guys down. But I, I had a harder time with uh, the, the subcast or, like, you know, the, the B plot and stuff like that. So, you know what? Let, it's, uh, it's a little give confusing. Us, give but us that's a just little, probably uh, for us. <laughs> give, us, give us a quick synopsis of this movie. What's this movie about? So, this movie is about a group of teenagers who are... Just out looking for some money, baby. They're just—they're not, you know. They're archaeologists of the new times. I like that. I like that. You know, but really, they're fucking grave robbers, and they stumble across a tomb, if you will, in this old fucking graveyard where this uh, satanic worshiping monk was put to death in like you know the 17th century or whatever long probably fucking longer than that i don't get the date probably 13th century i don't fucking know time but anyways he was put to death fucking and they awaken the spirit of the satanic monk that was killed in this tomb dude and all hell has broken loose in this small town literally literally uh a side note he wants to impregnate a virgin oh yes to bring i guess satan back right is that what it was supposed to be well like, yeah like a satan baby you know like a typical anti-christ i think thing yeah interesting what a what a what a fuck it's like if you have evil speak but like instead the dude's like even weirder you know what i mean like <laughs> it's the mom <sighs> Dude, from the jump, I was like, I knew this movie. I was like, I'm going to love this fucking movie. It opens with, like, the coolest fucking font ever, right? The font for that, like, <laughs> yeah. the logo and everything and the people's, the credits. I was like, dude, this if I want put, that on my fucking gravestone. That's the best if, shit ever. If you searched horror font in, like, 1996... It's probably like your fucking Windows PC. That's that's like what the font would have been. Good, because it's fucking <laughs> no, the it's best. Cool. It's the best, dude. I love yeah, it. Yeah, no, it was cool. But like, and then like, it just, it cuts to this, you know, old timed fucking these monks and shit. But like, it's got this one evil one who's got this lady tied up on the pentagram and the fucking candles. And he's writing 666 on her stomach and shit, dude. It's like the, the coolest fucking metal music video ever, right? <laughs> the dude's even wearing the power leotard and shit and his ball just yeah. fucking there. He's like, yeah, ah! He's got the I was like, dude, all that shit. <laughs> Bro, I was. I'm like, this is how you chains. get me hooked. This is it right here. I'm in. And he has a huge axe. Oh, I mean, no, He's no, got- literally a huge axe, not a dick, but like a huge yeah, fucking yeah, axe, yeah. bro. It's amazing. It's metal this, as this- fuck too. It's so cool, dude. It's like medieval. Everything's medieval, obviously, because that's what it's supposed to be. But like, and that's like the whole thing is that like 
the the rest of the fucking monks find this motherfucker trying to like birth Satan pretty, pretty easily. Oh yeah, they just walk down. They're like, "Hey, bro!" So <laughs> and then they fucking chase him and get him and shit. But then they do. It's so cool because they put his ass on the torture rack and they're stretching him out, and they're all like. You gotta give up Satan. And he's like, motherfucker Satan rules. And I was like, dude, this is the best fucking movie ever already. You could stop right now. I'm fucking in, right? And he, he and like the whole fucking thing is like, I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna fucking, you know, kill everybody and shit. Satan will rule the fucking world. And they kill him with his own axe, man. So fucking I, I I'm dude, I'm if you can't tell, I'm pretty fucking pumped about this movie. Dude, right that part now. of the movie is is pretty fucking sick. It's amazing, the- right? That like lead priest guy is like I'm trying to save you like repent before it's too late and the fucking guy spits in his face, face. Ah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> is awesome. Satan is the one true prince. <laughs> so like, shit. and I love the thing where it's like you know the the whole thing is that like there's gonna bury this axe in his chest and like he says you know the person who removes that axe is gonna be cursed or whatever like that and then that's how we set up. The modern times with the grave robbers, you know, setting this evil free. It's I'm, such good writing, dude. Really fucking cool. I believe he says something to the uh, extent like uh, one day somebody will remove this axe from my chest and like somebody of like your lineage will bear like the like they'll be the one to birth the Antichrist. That old Ernest you know, scared stupid thing again, dude. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Coming back. <laughs> The war, the curse of the warls. <laughs> Jeez. <right>. So, dude, <laughs> but something that this cool movie setup. is made. What's that? It's a cool setup, though, for a movie. Oh, because dude. like it, it takes like a complete like right left turn or whatever, and get and like when it comes to modern times, it's like cool. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the music that's playing and it's all that aged shit. So well, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. Perfect for, sure. for modern times, for sure. The one thing that these like movies have made me realize that like. Dude, oh, Mexican chicks in the 80s were like hot, like way hotter than American girls in the it's, 80s, dude. Like they were on fire. Even the dudes, Manolo, fuck out of here, dude. Who are you, bro? That dude is like the fucking like Elvis of fucking Mexico, bro. That dude, dude all the guys, all the guys are cool all, looking. Yeah, even the other bro. I can't remember that dude's name, but like he was still- Armando? Yeah, because Ma- I remember yeah. they, Ramon- they they fucking rhymed Manolo and Ramondo or some shit like Armando. that. Armando, yeah, Armando. <laughs> even him, he had a fucking debonair thing swag going on with the big V opened up. I'm like, dude, these guys are he, killing he, it. All these guys reminded me of the gang from like um, the Demons Gang in um, what's it called? Nightmare Beach. Dressed the same kind of too, right? No, yeah. but they, they yeah. were also kind of dressed like, like the, the, punks. the punks and demons, you know, yeah. like very yeah. and similar. And that brings me back to last week saying that I felt like this movie physically looked like demons. And the first, well, not the first part, but I would say the second quarter of the movie where the kids are finding the grave and the tomb and all that shit. It literally looks like the movie that's in demons. It does. When they're going, to, I, when oh, they're going to dude. like Nostradamus's tomb, it looks exactly. And the I've same. always said I, I've wanted to watch a movie that was like based on that, and this this is perfect. This Close. is what I wanted that movie to be, dude. Legitimately, yeah. and you know what? There was one um, piece of the score in this that sounded like something from Demons. The there was a very similar version to that in this movie and i thought that was fucking hilarious but man like you said this cast it ain't no friday the 13th cast this is all fucking gq in uh i don't know what's like a what's the female version of gq i don't know Dude, Rebecca, the like medium of the group. So she has like this ability to like sense, you know, she's just like a psychic kind of, you know, she's like, oh, I feel gold in this grave. And like they've been digging all these holes and shit and they can't find the gold. But like I like that thing, too, because like when they find the evil tomb, she even says she's like, no, I sense this is evil. Like we have enough here. Let's don't open that one up. And the fucking Manolo with his sexy ass. It's like, come on, baby. And he fucking opens it. Dude. (laughs) I was like, this is, this is so cool. Such a, it's just like little intricate, 
writing aspects of the story like that really tie everything together really well. It's just, dude, it's it's such just like Cemetery of Terror. Thoughtful fucking writing in a movie like this goes so far. It's so fucking cool. Oh, dude, like, what do you think of like how like the grave robbers get caught up by the police? That whole like side of that story. Do you think that's like a cool way of happening? <laughs> Very casual. <laughs> I thought that was they casual uh, casually rob graves. They casually find treasure and unleash a demonic uh, priest of sorts. They casually get two guys killed, and they yes. casually get arrested. <laughs> I loved how like those two dudes show up to help them, and they get horse just fucking butchered, dude. <laughs> that's oh, that's one of my favorite kills. Is the one dude that gets like the first guy that gets like the axe forced into his throat. But all the acts like a, in this movie look so good, dude. Like yeah. amazing oh, sure. hatches. Not talking about this. vaginas, like actual axe wounds. <laughs> like they look so good, dude. The gore in this movie is actually fucking great. It looks fucking awesome. This looks like an Italian horror film. It does. You know what oh, I mean? And, and like the characters are so fucking over the top. Um the the lead cop, Captain Lopez, he's like this cool older guy carries like an uzi right like he's got like a fucking just like this like this uh, i don't know this like fucking presence in the movie that reminds me of like cops in italian horror movies where they don't give a shit you know what i mean like they do what they want like they're the law and all yeah that. very yeah almost vigilante law in a way kind of a thing and it's funny dude because like i don't speak spanish you know so it's like i could i don't speak italian either so like I could watch this and like I it feels like I'm watching like an Italian film that's subtitled because like I don't fucking know what they're saying in any of those films, <laughs> but it looks so similar that like this this dude just like Cemetery this is like everything I love about Italian horror but like almost like refined to just the sweetest parts of it dude like just really the best aspects of it. Yeah, this movie is nonstop. Like, there's something going on the whole time, and it's super entertaining the whole time. I feel like it doesn't get slow at all. Like, there's tons of kills in this movie, tons of gore. There's a lot of cool shit in general. The characters seem cool. You know what I mean? Like, oh, they have dude. that, like, that swag to them. Like, that 80s, like, bad boy, and, like, the girls that hang out with them and all that shit. It, it's just, like, I don't know. It's It's got this weird thing to it that i feel like 99 percent of american movies at that time didn't have they couldn't pull you it know? out maybe they were trying but they didn't have the chemistry that this cast had dude like this yeah. feels like a legitimate group of friends like i felt yeah. like this is so authentic man and and it's so cool because it does the same thing that they did in, in terror where it's like they have this main you know story going on but they have a b plot that's going to intersect with that main story and they're going to cross paths in like a really cool way. And that happens here too with that badass, like, you know, fucking police officer's daughter who just is happening to go camping out near, you know, where this fucking tomb is that these people yeah. are awaking this evil yeah. and shit. I, I love that kind of, of, of thoughtfulness and writing where it's like, you're going to have plot A, but you're going to have plot B and they're going to come together and they're going to really make a cohesive story at the end of it. And they do such a good job with it here again. Yeah, because there's a lot of movies where there's that B plot that never gets resolved. Never res yeah, 100%. I hate that. You know? Don't even bother yeah. with it then. Yeah, this it like all comes together and it's like really done in a good way. Um, they really don't spend that much time with the daughter's group. Right, you only really catch up to them when like the guy comes back and grabs the girl in the lake. You know what I mean? And then he fucking cuts the other girl's, the girl's hand, hand off. Oh, oh Jesus I love that lake. Uh, that lake attack though is really cool because it's like it shows that like this like satanic entity is kind of has that like supernatural ability to just come out of almost nowhere that you wouldn't expect them. You know, and that's almost like that Freddy Krueger thing you were talking about. It almost felt like a very Freddy Krueger kill with just the hand coming out of the lake and like pulling him her down and stuff like that. Really cool. Dude, what is the most Freddy Krueger kill in this movie? Come on. It, it, Armando's, right? 
Oh yeah, dude, oh, it's yeah. amazing. It's fucking amazing. Dude, that whole scene right, so, is like a Freddy Krueger fucking scene, dude. So, so they're in jail, right? They're in the the local, the local cell because the cops right? think they killed the two fucking guys that came to help them when they got stuck after robbing the graves. The cops just find the bodies. And they're like, so, these fucking grave robbers here. Yeah. <laughs> so. so this whole time, Armando is like wearing this chain that belonged to the hell priest. Right? All of a sudden, he's laying down. And this motherfucker just starts like going crazy. And the goddamn priest's hand comes bursting out of his chest. And grabs the fucking chain and pulls it into <laughs> Dude, one of the best chest bursting things I've oh. ever seen. And like the aftermath where he's just like filleted out when all of his fucking goodies are on display, dude. It was amazing. The, the girl tries to grab the chain. Oh, yeah, <laughs> dude. Her hand oh. like goes into the guts. <laughs> so amazing. And I love how this, after this that, the, the, the kid who's there to help is like choked out by the hand that comes out of the wall in the cement and like grabs him by the throat very freddy krueger like dude that whole scene yeah. back to back right there i was like this is it dude that that kill is probably the best kill in the movie oh yeah me. that there's also like a very uh i would say more like a jason Voorhees type kill when he pushes the girl's face through the fucking metal bars in the fence and like dude. she's her head's getting crushed Bro, when that happened, I popped. I fucking, I couldn't, I laughed so fucking hard when her face is smushed through that goddamn fence. It looks horrific, like, man. Like, this is everything. This is perfect. Like, what, uh, you know what else was like kind of like a, a Jason Voorhees kill was when, so, okay, we have like the, the fucking uh, Captain Lopez, his daughter's out at the lake. They know shit's awry. So she has this boyfriend who is a brick fucking shit house. This dude, he is like a jacked Mexican fucking uh what's is that, that dude with the mustache? What's that? Is that Raul? Yeah, Raul, dude. <laughs> I, I could be anybody in this movie, I'd be Raul. He was fucking awesome. But his death is very Friday the 13th, like, because he gets the fucking head chopped off. And it's oh. flying through the air. Oh, it's so beautiful. All this stuff with the axe is really good. He buries that thing in a couple people. And the decapitation was my favorite, though. Just because, dude, the, 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 just, dude, okay, the aftermath of the death is one of the best parts of this movie. I just came to that conclusion. Because there's a scene where you see Armando's guts afterwards where they go in and, and it looks fucking amazing. It that's looks like it's IMDb been there for picture. a while. You know? That's his IMDb picture. It's yeah. him with his guts hanging out. It's so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but then you get you get the aftermath shot too of the, the decapitation and you see the body in the background with the missing head like laying there in the up close of the fucking decapitated head, dude. I'm like, man, they're just swinging for the fences and they're fucking knocking it out of the park every time, man. That's one of the best things in fucking Soul of the Demon, when the girl's head gets like chopped off, oh. like in half, and then like you see her face and like the eyes blink for a second. It's those details. <laughs> so it really is, dude. Yeah, effective, super effective. But uh, I I'm laughing now because Armando's picture, uh, I I'm not even going to try to say everybody's name, um, is him like with his guts out, like laying there, and Raul's picture is uh, him, like, with his shirt off, like a black and white picture. Him, like, fucking sitting there, like a beefcake photo. Tony Bravo. That's his name. Tony Bravo. <laughs> Honestly, though, dude, Ernesto Lagardia, you, my friend. I hope you have aged well, Manolo, because I can't get over <laughs> you, my dude. You were it. Manolo I, I Andrade. I've never sucked a dick, but, bro, come on. <laughs> you think about it. <laughs> Manolo. You think about it. I think about it. He's got that Manolo uh, money from all the grave robbing. Um, I would like to know, anybody who grew up in Mexico, was it like a normal thing for a cop to carry like a fucking Uzi or like a Mac-10 or something? Dude, that'd be like, awesome. Like, is that something that like they just fucking did? 
Because this dude, like, has this gun given to him by his, like, underlings. Like, hey, I fixed it for you. And he's like, oh, it's been broken for such a long time. Let's try it out. He got, he's just shooting this fucking Uzi in his backyard. In the middle of town, bro. Like, into another person's house. Like, they're, it's not like they're in the country. They're in a fucking villa. Dude. But, but please tell me, if you if you grew up in Mexico, like, did your common cops carry Uzis? Yeah. yeah. That that just cracked me the fuck up. But he's like such a cool character, right? He got he's got a little Charles Bronson in him, you know what I mean? He's he's like the authority, but he sh- but he cares. He cares about his daughter, but not to the point where it makes him do stupid shit. You know what yeah. I mean? You know, it, it's it's got a cool writing aspect here too for like how this whole thing comes together, because we have this like confrontation between the captain Lopez and Manolo and his crew. Obviously, because he thinks that they killed these people, he knows they're grave robbers. So he like he thinks they're fucking pieces of shit, right? But in the end, he after he actually realizes what's going on and stuff, there's a cool like come together moment between like Lopez and Manolo, where like they have to work together to defeat this fucking evil. And it just it's another aspect and another depth of the writing of this movie that just when I'm thinking back on it, I'm like, man, they just like it's it's so well thought out fucking scene to scene like you said there's always something happening and it's always entertaining dude it's never like oh here we go here's a dragged on conversation it's always meaningful man it's not like a lot of the shot on video stuff that we watch (laughs) is that what you're saying (laughs) true true that it's not like a todd sheets movie where people just show up and disappear god damn i i gotta say man this this whole movie is just like it reminds me of demons mixed with Friday the 13th mixed with nightmare on Elm street mixed with nightmare beach mixed with, I don't, I don't even fucking know because it's, it's, I'm like shocked. I'm still shocked that we've never watched either of these. I don't care what the fuck anybody says. I've never heard anybody talk about these movies. Yeah. You're a bullshitter. For sure, if, if you, like this is definitely not something I was like, because if that was, dude, if this was, if I heard this being talked about, I would have invested time in it much sooner than I did, for sure. I I really want to kind of watch Don't Panic now. Yeah, I know that's like it, the more popular one. Like that's an actual like that's like his biggest movie, right? I don't know. I mean, I've I've seen this before. Um, is this was this? A, uh, a what's it called release? Did Mogul ever release this? I believe it's a Mogul release. Or it's an all-American video release. I, I feel like I've seen this before. I don't know if it's the same movie or not, but... That's what um, I'm thinking. That's Okay, so we're on the same page of what we're thinking the, like the movie is, but it could be a, a similar, you know, titled movie of a, of a different, you know, time or whatever. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like looking through these pictures on IMDb right now. And like, there's some fucking brutal looking stuff here. I think we got to watch this. I think we got to watch this, man. Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. Oh my God. You know what, dude, you want, you want to watch this next for next week? I I was going to say, you're, you're making me want to watch this next week, dude. We're going to do it back to back. Yeah, dude, let's watch this for next week. I'm in. So yeah, we're going to watch don't panic from 1987. So this is the one in between, in between cemetery, cemetery of terror and, okay. um, grave robbers i hope Manolo's rob- in it <laughs> Let's, oh i wonder if he is I, has there been any crossover yet i haven't really noticed i couldn't tell i thought for when i first started the movie i thought i recognized some people but i i fucking i'm horrible at that so i could be wrong <laughs> um let's see edna balkin she appears to be in grave robbers also i believe who is she though Olivia um, Lopez. She's the daughter of uh, Captain Lopez. Yeah, so she's she's also in Don't Panic. So I thought she was in... She's the one I thought was in Cemetery as well. So she's in all of them? I thought she was. Don't, don't fucking quote me on that. But she was the one I first saw. I was like, man, she looks familiar to me. I thought she was one of the, the original like groups in, uh, in Cemetery. I'm looking go, right now, That go man. to the party. With like the boys and shit like that who get duped into thinking they're going to like the fucking <laughs> Isn't she the one that's all excited and stuff like that? Who thinks it's like a fucking publicity I don't know. Yes, that's who... Olivia, Cemetery of Terror. Boom. That's who I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. So she's gonna be in all these movies. Don't panic. 
and then Grave Robbers. I wonder if she was fucking I'm, the director. They were like, <laughs> don't say that. No, I'm not saying no, not like that. I'm just saying if they were like a, a couple, you know, like they work together a lot. That was, <laughs> she's talented. I'm not trying to say she got her job because she fucked. <laughs> That's Robin, Robin, Sherry Moon. Is that what's going on? That's there? Ex- thank you. That's that's what I was thinking. Maybe they are a fucking power couple who are out here killing the fucking Mexican horror game, dude. Jesus Christ! All right, dude. I got some bad. I got some bad news. I got bad news. What's going on? Manolo, Manolo will not be showing up in. Uh, don't panic. Well, I'm just gonna be watching Grave Robbers again next week. <laughs> you can talk about. <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 was this guy like a teenage heartthrob back then? He had to be, right? Come on. I don't know. No Tony Bravo in Don't Panic either. We got Fair. one more chance here with Armando. Let's see. What do you think? I'm going to say yes. Come on. Give me some Armando. No Armando. Damn. Damn. I'm telling this you, they're a power be... couple, baby. I'm excited. I'm excited <laughs> to watch this. Um... Nine, so 1987, don't panic. Down next we week. Go. There we go. Something in the about books, a Ouija baby. Board. Watch it with us. Wait, where's the where's the thing? It says something about like a Ouija board or some shit. Oh, I'm in already. I'm in already. <laughs> like a kid unlocks evil with a Ouija board, dude. Nice, perfect. Nice. Sign me up. So, uh, Grizz, why don't you? You know what? Before we wrap this up, um, give me your favorite. Three favorite parts from the movie. Oh man, we've already convinced really... convince people to see this movie. Okay, so we have touched on two like a great kills: the the gut bursting and the fucking decapitation. Um, one of my favorite things about this movie: coffin gas. That's all I'm gonna say. The use oh yeah, of coffin gas, brilliant, <laughs> right? <laughs> Um, another thing that I will say about this movie that I, I feel like you should really watch this movie is all of this interaction that happens with this fucking, this priest, this father figure with this demonic book that's found. We really didn't even touch on it, but it's some of the coolest shit in this movie when the fucking, this priest dude is deciphering the fucking Latin book of like, oh, it's yeah, it gets stabbed by a goddamn knife that just starts floating levitating like, out of dude, nowhere. Amazing shit. Um, ah, the fence mush is so good, dude. Honestly, there, if we haven't convinced you enough at this point about all the different things we said, then you're never watching this movie. Yeah. This, this movie has an awesome theme, right? I think that main song that they play is like, I guess the theme, right? Like, cause it comes yeah, back yeah, it comes over back and back over. Times, yeah. Fucking so awesome. Um, literally every kill with the ax is fucking crazy. You got people getting decapitated. You got hands getting fucking chopped off. You got people's throats getting cut. You get fucking guys' guts getting goddamn punched out from the inside. You get evil sacrifices, sort of. You got blood drinking. You got a fucking Muppet-looking face coming out of the That face, right? Dude, oh my. I was just going to say, we haven't even mentioned that goddamn face yet, bro. It, it looks like a Muppet version of uh, when you see Jason's face in part yeah. seven. Yep. That's like literally, that's what he looks like. I love it. I love it. His like whole getup is cool as fuck, especially when he's uh, like undead and he comes out of the grave and everything and he's all dirty looking and messed up. It's it's like super cool. Yeah. It's really like cool. Black metal superhero, dude. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> Especially with the axe, if that was a guitar, <laughs> like great. like a Gene Simmons guitar <laughs> yeah. or some shit. Oh my god! Um, why don't we before we wrap it up? Actually, once more, do you want to tell them how they end up dispatching of our dispatching our evil priest? The giant box of TNT. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we're talking about? <laughs> And then they end up, don't they, they hit him with the car, right? Oh, they hit him with the car, but he, eventually he gets the axe back in the chest. And then the guy like spews cum out of his mouth for a few minutes. <laughs> 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 that was the best part, really. <laughs> oh my God. This movie's awesome. Yeah. There's nothing, there's literally like no reason for you to not go and watch this right now. It's on Shudder. I know that for a oh, fact. Oh, is it nice? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, watch this it then. this and Cemetery of Terror are both on Shutter with subtitles. 
Um, the Blu-rays are awesome. I'm going to buy them now because, you know, this has convinced me that I'm missing out on a whole subgenre or subsection of horror movies that are totally up our alley. So yeah, now I mean, we got to find more. Yo, fucking Vinegar Syndrome's Black Friday sale coming up in like a week or so now or whatever. So, dude, you'll be able to grab these for like dirt cheap. Don't nice. fucking I'm miss gonna do that it. for sure. I'm going to do up. it. I 100% need to watch Narco Terror. I, I have to watch that for sure. Um, but I, I definitely am excited to do Don't Panic next yeah. week. We're going to get into all of them, man. Eventually, they will all be done. Man, I didn't know we were going to end up... Like, first it was the vampire movies. We went nuts. Oh, my God. Fucking, go, fucking just going through all these fucking vampire movies. Now, it's Mexican horror. Shit, dude. I, I, hope people, it a Mexican I hope people enjoy November, this. Bro. I don't give a fuck. I don't want to pigeonhole us, ourselves. That's, that's a little... Because then what if what if everything sucks after this? You know what <laughs> it's I mean? like we, we peaked at Grave we Robbers peaked. and we just let down the rest of the month. Yeah, yeah. That's like seeing fucking... I, I, I don't even know. But we're going to watch Don't Panic next week for the 100th time. Uh, the in-between of Cemetery of Terror and Grave Robbers. So, Grizz, what time is it now, motherfucker? We are going to go over to the wide world of metal, and it is uh, my week to pick an album, and I figured, dude, we've been covering a lot of classics, right? Yep. Did a classic yep. last week. thought it was pretty fucking amazing, uh, the Melissa album. And I don't think that uh, the album that uh, we are going to talk about today would probably even exist without Melissa, to be honest with you. I think that was a pretty big influence on this band. And that band is fucking Dark Throne. And their latest release, Astral Fortress. Dude, what do you think of this album? I I think it's a pretty good one. I think it's better than a lot of the other shit that they put out. Um, like in between the really well-known stuff. To me, this has more of like a Panzerfaust sound. Yes, for sure. And and I do like Panzerfaust. That's one of my favorites of theirs. Um I was actually kind of surprised of how like good it sounded, if that makes sense. Like I was, I was expecting like a real lo-fi sound, but you know, it still sounds like Dark Throne. Um, the first song on the album, I was, what's it called, "Caravan of Broken Ghosts." Whew. I was like, I was like, wow. These guys can can definitely still write in the same vein of all that shit. Yes. Like how, how like Metallica tried to write like an album going back to their roots and all that stuff. And it never quite sounds right. This, however, does. Dude, when they hit that six minute point in that first track <laughs> yeah. and they go to that trem riff and they're just doing the fucking caravan of the fucking ghost thing. Oh, dude, it sounds it's it's fucking Dark Throne. It's perfect Dark Throne. And I understand what you said. Like, this sounds really clean. But, like, dude, I don't know if this makes sense. But, like, for me, this is, like, grown-up Dark Throne for, like, older black metal heads. You know, like, there's a lot of, like, new, you know, black metal fans, which is great, dude. I think that's really cool and shit. And, like, there's a lot of younger black metal bands out there that are doing cool things and stuff. But... This to me feels like old guy black metal. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's got that element of just like it's not crazy. It's it's got great fucking rhythms. It's got like this really cool like rock and like black rock and roll thing going I was on. That too. You know, there like is it's, a lot of that. it's not extreme in the sense where it's like some points there's some like you know tremming and shit, dude. But it's just like really fucking solid black metal it's no bullshit it's no fucking extra nonsense it's just like here's some great fucking black metal rhythm sections with some cool fucking vocals over it dude and that at the heart of it is what i want in black metal there's so many bands now that are just like like dude like imperial triumphant and shit like that it's so extra it's so much more than it fucking needs to be and don't get me wrong, like, I love what Worm does. Worm is fucking incredible, dude. Like, that's black metal taken to, like, the next level. But for me, this is what black metal should be. And this album just speaks volumes to me, man. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot of positive things about this. Um, I, I've had multiple people, you know, not just in our, like, regular daily uh, talking group that we have, 
but like other people from you know my my buddy that I was in bands with and all that stuff. He's like, hey, did you listen to the new Dark Throne? I'm always like, no, I gotta, I gotta, you know, you put it off or whatever. And then you're like, hey, this we're doing this for this week. I'm like, okay, let me listen to it. And I was, I was like pleasantly surprised because usually a lot of these bands, like when you hear that new album or whatever, you end up giving like the eye roll, you know, like fucking, uh, what did I send the other day? Oh, the the new obituary song. Yeah. Oh and I, God. And, so and I was bad, like, dude. oh, I was like, man, this so is fucking like, bad. It's, it's so weird how people lose that knack or lose that, I don't, I don't know, like the, what, what made them what they are. And this album, I feel like if you told me it came out in 1998, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, okay. This <laughs> feels like I mean? it could be the follow-up to, to, to fucking Panzer Frost, dude. It really does feel like it, it, it's a contemporary to that time period. Like, I don't get into, like the thrash and the punk fucking dark throne stuff it's really not for me the, even the doom dude like eternal hails was such a letdown to me their last album i did not get into at all uh oh, what was it uh wake of the awake uh wake of the awakened i think it was was like the one track on there i was like oh this is kind of what it should be but the rest of it was just a fucking letdown so then when I heard this was coming out, I'm like, oh, you know, here we go. Another fucking Dark Throne album. Let's see what they're going to go and what direction. Is it going to be Doom? Is it going to be this or that? And then I saw the cover of the, the fucker <laughs> ice skating across the fucking frozen <laughs> lake, dude. And I was like, okay, I'm giving this a legit chance now. And I'm so glad I did. Uh, th- there's just so many great moments on this, man. The... Well, like my personal favorite song from them ever is uh, "In the Shadow of the Horns." That's my favorite fucking song ever, I'm, and there's a I'm lot sorry, of that I'm, sound. I'm laughing at the cover. Did you just like, see it really, for the first time, dude? No, no, I knew what it was because Ek <laughs> bought the album. Yeah, and, dude. But like, but like, just fucking looking at it now and like He's really so taking happy, it in, right? It's so funny to me. Oh I my love god! That shit. Why do we live in America? Why, why why are we Americans, <laughs> dude? I feel that way all the time sometimes. But yeah, like I say, like uh, in the shadow of the horns is like my favorite song from uh, any of their albums, and there a lot of this stuff feels uh, like a contemporary to that kind of uh, to Dark Throne stuff, man. Eons, dude, that that fucking song. What a, a perfect ending where it ends on that galloping fucking riff. It's just a cool way to fucking end this. Like you were saying, it's they still have this writing ability. Like even lyrically, like to have a song that's called like what is it the the seas of the the seas upon seas or whatever, the sea, dude. The sea beneath the seas of the sea. I love that <laughs> shit, dude. Like that is so perfect for like a black man. That just puts me in like a, a like it's like an immortal song. It sounds like, dude. It's just so fucking black metal. I love that. To, to me, this like this shit has to be like sort of like tongue in cheek. Also, uh, I think so. No, I think it's like especially with like the cover. Like yeah. the dude, in, the dude's got the the um, dark throne patch on the jacket, <laughs> like ice skating. That's why I think I, this is so perfectly done, dude. Because it's not over, it's not overproduced. Whereas, like I said, there's not like a ton of fucking shit going on. It's very like bare bones, fucking black metal. And I think that they're able to do that because they're like, all right, we have this place in history. You know, we are who we are. We've done everything that we've done. We've done every kind of music we want to do. Like, let's show these motherfuckers what real black metal is because of the scene and how it's become. I feel like this is kind of like you just said, their way of like poking fun at what the scene almost is at this point while still producing something that's very authentic and very matter of fact. We are still fucking Dark Throne at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Well, we like the new Mayhem stuff that they did. We right. I'm fairly certain we liked it. I don't remember the what uh, new mayhem. The one from uh, what was that two years ago? A year ago? I thought no, that was pretty I, good. I've never been too uh, too much on mayhem, anyways. To be honest with you, it's never been one of my favorite bands. So what especially the, the one that new singer dude they got. He's a fucking weirdo. What new singer dude? That dude they've had for fucking ever Attila? now. Dude. Yeah, I'm not. I don't want. I don't, no. No, 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 no. Thank you, dude. Don't like no. that guy. Well, he was—he's been on every single. He's—he's he's been on every recording. I know. I don't. I, I don't like that guy, dude. It's not for me. <laughs> I'm not a mayhem, dude. I'm this. That's <laughs> the band's cheesy, in my opinion. I don't know. I don't get it. I got you, man. I it's got not you. Dark I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs>
Did you see the eye roll I just got from like, it was like his fucking head was fucking at the back of his fucking chair. I just looked at my brain. <laughs> I didn't say it. Um, I I gotta I gotta say I recommend this album. Um, it's definitely something that like is it, it's not abrasive. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you can anybody can listen to this. You're not gonna scare anybody away. You can put this on at work uh, and fucking have a great time, dude. No one's gonna be like, you fucking weirdo. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, this this isn't too bad. And um it's I don't know. I I, re- I think if you like Dark Throne, you will like this. And yeah. if you don't know who Dark Throne is, you'll probably like it too. <laughs> <laughs> but like say like you're a fan of like bands like Midnight and stuff like that. I feel like this is right up that like this is really good black rock and roll, man. Like, not maybe as fast as some of the stuff that Midnight does, but it really has that. It captures that same that same vibe, man. I get that same feeling yeah. from it. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's worth um, listening to. It's on all the fucking streaming places. You could buy it. Ek bought the record. Probably sounds awesome on vinyl. Yeah, it looks cool. Right. So another one. A lot of a lot of recommendations lately, man. When are we gonna do something where we're like, nah, it sucks. <laughs> You know what? Don't I, I'll, listen to I'll this. find a fucking sticker for us, bro. You want to tear something apart? We'll get some <laughs> shitty fucking metal out here. I can promise you that. <laughs> I find a lot of albums that I'm like, yeah, we're not fucking doing this one. But if you want me to keep it on, we'll do it. <laughs> yeah, we'll listen to a Jimi Hendrix album. <laughs> I just want people to get mad at us. Yeah. Oh, fucking Led Zeppelin. Fuck this trash. Fuck that. <laughs> Stairway to heaven, bro. Yeah, my ass. Shit. You know what's funny? Uh, I had a I had a teacher in college. I took like a music history class, and he was like a like a beatnik type fucking guy. Oh, like nice. you, could, you could tell he you could tell he fucking had a lot of fun in the sixties and everything. <laughs> and um, we were basically going through different eras of music and everything. And like you get to like the Beatles and all that. And somebody asked him like, "Oh, you don't like the Beatles?" And he's like, "No." I don't like the fucking Beatles. Like that music never spoke that. to. Well, he said that music never spoke to me. Like, you know, I want to hold your hand and all this stuff. Like, what the fuck did that have to do with me? I was smoking fucking weed, drinking and fighting and all this shit. And I'm thinking, I'm like, you're right, man. What the fuck? Like, I can't relate to any of that fucking yeah, music. Right? What the? I am not a Beatles fan. Nope. I like a handful of Rolling Stone songs. I like a handful, less than a handful of ACDC songs. Not an ACDC I, fan at all. I don't know what, why, maybe because where I grew up, the classic rock stations played the same shit over and over yeah, and it killed yeah, it for yeah. me. Um, I can listen the Beatles to suck, bro. Like on some real shit. <laughs> like the worst fucking musicians of all time. Like horrible chord changes, off time. Like hey. those motherfuckers couldn't even play to a click track. Dude, fuck hey. the Beatles, bro. Wait, 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 wait. I gotta say, George Harrison. I like George Harrison, man. Go listen to his solo stuff. It's good. But fucking Paul and John snuffed his ass in the studio. He had no fucking say. So the only real talented motherfucker was probably blowing lines with Ringo in the fucking bathroom. (laughs) Good on them, dude. Stay away from those other assholes. Dude, yeah, fuck the Beatles, bro. What are we doing I'm not right a, now? Yeah, John Lennon was a fucking piece of shit, too. Dude, what, he he's a, a womanizing person. fucking cocksucker, dude. And people worship this fucking asshole. What are we doing with our lives? Yeah, yeah. Beautiful you people, should. my ass. Come on. <laughs> hey, didn't, heated, didn't, didn't they fuck over their son, too? Oh, I'm sure. Like, I, there was I something that happened where he had, to, like, he had to, like, buy something back from somebody. <laughs> That was his dad's, like something fucked up. Yoko Jabrono oh. or fucking bullshit. I can't stand all of them motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, hot takes right now on the Bad Taste Video podcast. <laughs> um, I th- you know what? I think we'll end it there. Yeah, I'm heated, bro. You got me hot now. Let's yeah. get this yeah, over yeah, with. Now you gotta go take a shower. You gotta cool off. <laughs> get the uh, Beatles Chris, off me. Where could they find you on the internet? You can find me on Instagram at King underscore Enabler. And you can find me at Bad Taste Video, and you can find everything we do at www.badtastevideo.com. Please follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash badtastevideo. Uh, we'll be doing another live episode really soon. Um, Grizz, don't panic. We're watching. Oh, I won't, bro. Don't sure. panic. Oh, yeah, yeah, word. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> don't panic. 1987. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. I hope it is. If not, we'll probably have to buy it on Amazon or something. Yeah. I don't know. But we'll it's figure that one out. 
Uh, we will see you next week because we are obsessed with Mexican horror now. Don't panic. Goodbye.